We're joined today by the mayor of Aurora, Illinois. He is also a candidate for governor of Illinois in the Illinois Republican primary, Mr. Richard Irvin. Mayor, thanks for the time. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on again. So we're catching you uh, on the move uh, today. Do you mind sharing uh, with us where you're headed to? Well, we're, we're, we're headed to a number of places today. We're heading to Effingham next, you know, and then we're going to Olney to uh, see some uh, white squirrels <laughs> <laughs> that I've never seen before, but I'm looking forward to seeing these squirrels. And, you know, we're, we're just traveling all up and down the, down the state trying to meet as many folks as we possibly can, you know, just to spread our message. And as you campaign, of course, you always get a sense of the campaign, and every candidate's going to say that the campaign is going well. I don't expect you to say anything else, but what can you tell us about how the campaign uh, is going, uh, in, whether it be polling-wise, fundraising-wise, et cetera? Well, polling-wise, we're, we're doing very good. We're, we're very strong. You know, and I, I, I just don't, don't throw that out there just lightly. You know, we've been in this race about, you know, a little over three months, and we've gotten so much support throughout the state, north, central, and southern Illinois, when we spread our, spread our message uh, of making sure we reduce crime throughout the state, making sure that we have lower taxes and strong economic development, making sure that we fight against the Madigan prison corruption that has been, that has been plaguing the state for decades. You know, I, you know, I think it's been going very well and it's been well, well received. You know, as far as fundraising, we're, we're in the strongest position of any of the Republican uh, uh, candidates, my Republican opponents uh, in the primary. And we've, uh, we've been able to raise money. We have 7,600 individual donors, you know, and again, we've only been in the race three months and many of my opponents have been in the race, you know, over a year. And uh, we've surpassed, uh, surpassed most of the folks in, in the primary race. Now, recently, of course, the Illinois budget was uh, signed into law by Governor J.B. Pritzker. He and uh, others, uh, Comptroller Mendoza, heralded this budget as a, a great uh, step forward. Uh, what were your thoughts on the recent budget that was adopted? This budget included election year gimmicks that will plunge the state of Illinois into a position where J.B. Pritzker is going to raise taxes yet again. J.B. Pritzker just signed the largest budget in state history this week, which includes a, a number of one-time uh, election year gimmicks, as I pointed out, in an attempt to win over voters. And, you know, and let me just kind of break it down a little bit. $46.5 billion spending uh, that depends on 7.5 in one-time federal funds. And I think you don't – most of us are smarter than that. What J.B. Pritzker did just two years ago. He said, you know, I need to raise your taxes. It was going to be the largest tax hike that we've ever experienced in the state of Illinois on every single resident of our state. Now, now, J.B. Krisker's saying, you know, we have this surplus. We're all good now. You know, everything's all better. And I want to give all this money away to, to our residents, a one-time gimmick. You know, and he's raising our expenses. So when that, when that federal bailout money goes away, that one-time federal bailout money goes away next year in January, what's he going to do? After the election, he's going to say, I need to raise your taxes again to meet the expenses that I raise to match the, to match these gimmicks from this one time federal bailout for COVID-19. Richard Irvin is with us today. He is traveling, campaigning for governor in the Republican primary, the mayor of Aurora, Illinois. I also found it quite interesting recently that there is a gentleman, I suppose I call him, 
that has become the uh, fire chief in East Carondelet, Illinois. And he also has become a part-time police officer there, uh, despite the fact that he was convicted of arson. And he also has uh, been uh, accused of impersonating a police officer. This is a man pardoned by Governor Pritzker. Some of these things that make the news in Illinois almost seem like something that you would read in uh, the Babylon Bee or the Onion. It, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's crazy uh, to hear all the stories that our sitting governor, you know, is, is involved in and the things that he does. In that particular instance we were talking about, he pardoned an arsonist, someone who burned down houses and schools in the city uh, that they lived in. And then after that pardon, this same person becomes the chief of the fire department. That, that's ludicrous. And then months later is a part-time police officer. After J.B. Prisker pardons him, that makes no sense, you know, and, and J.B. Prisker's doing the same thing with his prisoner review board. Now, the prisoner review board is a board that re- reviews, the governor report, appoints people on this board that reviews individuals that are making a request to get out of prison early. Now, just because this review board exists doesn't mean that they should always allow prisoners and to get out of, especially violent prisoners, to get out of uh, prison early, even if those prisoners request it. Let me, just let me give you an idea of what of how J.B. Prisker is doing with this review board. First of all, this review board and, uh, and the members that he appoints get $90,000 a year in taxpayer funds. That's how much they get to be on this board. And this board, although J.B. Prisker appoints individuals, the Senate is supposed to confirm. With JB, and this Senate is supposed to confirm after, after 60 days of the appointment. So if J.B. Prisker appoints today... Within 60 days, the Senate has to say, yes, we agree with your appointment. We're going to allow this individual to stay on the prisoner review board. But what J.B. Pritzker has been doing, he's allowing that 60 days to expire instead of taking it for the Senate for their for their approval. And then reappointing that same person every 60 days so he doesn't have to take it to the Senate for confirmation. And the reason he's doing that is because the people he's putting on this review board are extremely controversial. He put an individual on that review board that is a two-time convicted murderer, two-time convicted murderer, who has been voting to allow his time with to get out of prison. I mean, cop killers, baby killers. It's, it's, it's insane. We're joined by Richard Irvin today talking about the Prisoner Review Board and these various things that have been making headlines, uh, I guess, practically unimaginable would be one way to describe the news in Illinois when it comes to politics. And it just I often say that I couldn't do a five day a week show on politics at the state level in Nebraska. There just wouldn't be enough to cover. But uh, this state seems to continue to provide uh, content, and I don't say that, of course, in a good way uh, more often than not. Now, turning our attention uh, to economic development, I noticed the other day a report that uh, Illinois continues to lag the rest of the nation on uh, unemployment. And, of course, we have seen uh, some improvement in the unemployment numbers here, but oftentimes we have lagged our surrounding states in the Midwest and other states across the country. Um, Mayor Irvin, uh, what proposals do you have in mind to help spur the economy forward in Illinois should you get elected? 
You know, the reality is we are last in so many areas here in the state of Illinois under J.B. Pritzker's tenure. You know, we're last in public financing in the union out of 50 states. We're last in uh, a top, uh, the bottom three in education in all 50 states. And we're last in economic development, you know, in, in all 50 states in the union. That is atrocious. That's a shame. You know, what, what I'll do as, as governor of this state for economic development and jobs is recognize who we are as a state. We are the sixth largest state in the union. We are the land of Lincoln. It would be my job as governor to beat that drum constantly and to look throughout this country and throughout this world for for businesses that would be a good fit in Illinois and Illinois and put them in that are needed most. Put them in central uh, Illinois where jobs are needed most. With struggling and and where the, the jobs are. are, are are few and the economy is struggling. We got to put them in the area where we need those where we need an economic boost for our state. I've often said that if any part of our state is failing, then we all fail. The whole state fails. So we've got to put a focus in those areas where we need the help the most and to create that economic boom so we can expand our tax base. Right now, we're because of J.B. Prisker's policies, businesses are leaving the state in droves. Residents are leaving the state in droves, and it's leaving those folks here that want to stay here and fight that, that that love our state and you know want to do everything we can to save it. It's leaving us wondering, you know, what's gonna what what kind of future we're gonna have for our children, for our children's children. Well, if we leave J.D. Pisker in power, even another four years, another four years, that's not gonna be a good answer. He's gonna continue to let our state run into ruin and and plunge us into a situation where we can't dig our way out of it. You know, under an urban and born administration, you know, we're going to be focusing on economic development, focusing on identifying those businesses and, and, and corporations, especially manufacturing and agriculture that 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 want agriculture based that want to come, that want to move to the state of Illinois, provide them with the necessary incentives to get them here and provide the jobs and opportunities for the residents of the state to, you know, give us an opportunity for the future to grow. Mayor Richard Irvin with us today. You can find him online. I believe it's IrvinBorn.com. Is that right? Irvin, IrvinBorn.com. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to mention before we let you go? You know, I, I, I would like to go back to the Prison Review Board just, just one more time. because I think it's so important to recognize what J.D. Prisker is doing, you know, and how on multiple occasions this board has issued parole for con- convicted murders. And, and that J.B. Pritzker had the gall, the gall to get on, on, on news media and say that the reason he allowed these convicted murders to go is because the families of the victims wanted them to be allowed to get out of prison early. That is ludicrous. You know, we've had folks reach out to these families. And these families absolutely disagree with these con- convicted murders being let go. Let me let me give you just a few examples before I get off. You know, in two cases, there were convicted cops killers. These are convicted of killing police officers. And in, in another case, uh, convicted of killing a state trooper. Jo- Joseph Hurst was convicted of killing a Chicago police officer, Herman Stallworth, and wounding his partner with a bullet to the face. That person was voted 8-4 to four to be allowed to get out of prison earlier. J.D. Pritzker's prison report. Uh, Johnny Veal was convicted of killing two Chicago police officers, James uh, Severin and Anthony Rosado 
on February 25, 2021. The Prison Review Board voted 8-4 to four to grant him parole. This is J.D. Prisker's Prisoner Review Board. Uh, James Taylor, convicted of killing state trooper Layton Davis during a traffic stop and attempting to kill a motorist who witnessed the murder in August of 2020. The Prisoner Review Board voted 8-5 to five to grant parole to this person, to let them out of prison early after killing troopers and police officers. This is this is atrocious, and this is something that should not be uh, accepted and allowed in the state, the great state of Illinois, the land of Lincoln. And when I'm governor, we're going to be tough on crime and criminals. We're going to make sure that we put appropriate people on the on the prison review board, not convicted murderers, you know, that are letting their buddies out of out of prison, but people that are responsive and responsible to the needs of our residents and keeping us safe. So I want to thank you very much for letting me come on your show and talk to you, and I look forward to coming on again.